Good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. It is the 19th of October, 2023. And thank you. As I abruptly turn off the music, it was supposed to be a little less abrupt than that. Okay, welcome to today's show. It's nice to have you here. And it's also very nice to have my guests here, my old friend Larry Pasca, who is the Executive Director of the National Council for Social Studies and CSS at socialstudies.org. And he's brought with him the President of the National Council of Social Studies, who's a teacher at the Teacher Collegiate School in Richmond, Virginia. That's Wesley Hedgepath. Peth, excuse me, Wesley, Wedge, Wesley Hedgepath. Okay, and I'm looking forward to talking. That's a lot of ease in your name, Wes. We're going to talk about this, okay? Wesley Hedgepath. Can't wait to meet him. Okay, we're going to talk about their upcoming conference, okay, which is coming up in Nashville in early December. We want you to think about going. So I'll just say this. I'll say it a million times, being the old social studies teacher that I am. Social studies is more important than ever, more important than ever these days. Okay, we all know what's going on out there. So let's pay attention and let's get cracking on social studies. We're going to archive this show over at ace-ed.org. And that's the home website of our American Consortium for Equity and Education. Everything we do over there is free. Our magazine, Equity and Access, our Excellence in Equity Awards, and of course, all the podcasts like this one are over there. Check it all out. It's all free. No big deal. Ace-ed.org and you'll like it. And first of all, good morning to Mr. Pasca. Hello, Larry. Good morning, Larry. It's good to hear from you again. How are you? It's a pleasure to have you back on the show. I'm really enjoying this. We're going to have a great time talking today. Okay, Larry. And Wesley, I've got to talk to you. Wesley, are you there? What? Good morning. It's nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Are you kidding me? It's my pleasure indeed, Mr. President. And I just realized how many E's are in your name. Wesley Hedgepath. It, yes, if you if you include my middle name, which is Everett, there are oh, a few more E's. Wow. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, as I was saying it, I, I thought, wait a minute, this is like a lot of E's, all right? Wesley, it's a beautiful name, by the way. Wesley, you should well, run for office. What a great name. Thank you. It, it's the easiest way for people to spell it. The only vowel is E with sometimes <laughs> Y. <laughs> it's the... Uh, Wow, it's it's incredible, and you know, with with, with uh, listen to this, Larry Pasca, Wes. Okay, to run, you your first name is is Wesley. Your say your middle name is Ever. You could write We the People. <laughs> right, I love I it. I think that's a great, great start for a political campaign. There you go. I'm telling you, Great the time is now. <laughs> All right. I love it. And, well, can I call you Wes or do you like Wesley? What do you like? I know Larry. You can well. call me. I'll answer either way. Okay. You're happy with Wes. I like the short, and so we'll do, we'll do Wes. And it's a pleasure to have you here. And are you current president or are you going to start the presidency at the conference? How does it work? I, I am the current president uh, since July 1st, and my term runs through June 30th of next. Okay, and is Larry allowing you to use uh, Social Studies One, the private jet, as you mentioned that to you? <laughs> oh yes, lots of luxuries in this position. Yes, as, as, <laughs> as I know, he hasn't shared the jet with any of the past presidents that I know of, for goodness sakes. So it's it's time he did, right, Larry? 
I thought we weren't going to talk about the jet today. Sorry about I remember that. I, I told forgot. you it wasn't for repairs. It was a little bit of time. Forget, forget anything I said about the jet. Okay. And happy 103rd uh, conference, 103rd anniversary. I'll say it like that. And uh, Larry, I got to tell you, don't look a day over 102. It's terrific. Congratulations. <laughs> well, you know, it's a, it's a diet of a lot of coffee. That's how we do it. So. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Okay. And listen. You know, I have said, Larry and I have had many, many conversations about this. Social studies fell by the wayside for many years as, as schools leaned towards STEM. And they forgot one thing, that everything that you do in engineering or science or medicine has to do with society. Okay, you don't believe me there's an impact and connection on that. Okay, all you have to do is, is look at the pandemic, okay, and see the results and how how. What STEM does matters to science. Nothing moves unless society, unless society, okay, allows it to happen or needs it, okay? That's social studies, and it's the history of civilization, okay? And in today's current political environment, whether you're Republican or Democrat, okay, we have to make sure that we have good citizens. Social studies more important than ever, okay? So with that said, Larry, you have like nine months left on your uh, – on your presidency, what's your leadership vision with all this? And feel free to take everything I'm saying and run with it. I didn't say Larry Ben West. No, it was for Wesley. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead, uh, West. Yeah, no worries. Thank you very much. So uh, our conference theme this year is social studies, working in harmony for a better tomorrow. And yep. that couldn't be a better through line for for my presidency. Um, and and our sub-themes, again, are, are also places that I really want to focus our attention this year. And the first one in particular is about inclusive social studies and looking inward, who are we? Looking outward, who are our neighbors? Uh, you know, elevating hidden histories, uh, celebrating difference, uh, learning from one another, embracing difference. So that's really important uh, for, for me. It's also important that students you know, see themselves in the subject that is, that's being taught. And our second sub-theme really hits on that, this idea of social studies is local. It starts at home. And Nashville is such a great city to, uh, oh. to uh, use as a, as a case study uh, for the history that's oh. happened there and how we tie that to larger narratives such as the civil rights movement. But students just feel much more attached and engaged and, and uh, and willing participants in social studies when, when they feel in, uh, that they're heard, seen, and valued. Uh, in addition, um, we, we really understand that, again, working in harmony, uh, we, we want to put that into action uh, by building partnerships with our, our friends in, in ELA, other humanities, Thank Sam, you. you mentioned. Right? Thank we, you. Uh, uh, civics and social studies are everywhere. And, and by partnering, we can uh, better better prepare students for for the life that they're going to lead. Um, we also recognize that that social studies transcends borders, and I can say borders in quotes. That we're talking about political borders, we're talking about ideological borders, sure. we're talking about borders borders between the walls of the classroom on inside and outside. Right? How can we improve and and connect one to one another? To, to, again, create a harmonious society. And we would be remiss uh, if we didn't think about the future, right? And so what's the future of social studies? And, and that could be in assessment and pedagogical strategy. 
we could talk about the, the, the future of social studies with teachers, especially pre-service, early educators. Um, they really need our support. Mm-hmm. And um, it, uh, not just for recruitment, but for retention. And so what can we do to really support them? And again, yeah. that idea of being felt like they belong, how can we make sure that they, that they belong uh, and they feel like NCSS and other, other types of, of uh, national associations meet their needs? Yep, absolutely. That's a, that's a lot to do. So how are you going to, and I, I know it's a lot to ask, it's a big question, how are you going to cover all this at the conference? What, 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 what do you see as the main focal point? I, I want to ask it that way, okay, because you call it working in harmony. Is it, harmony means inclusive education. Harmony means working with other departments within your school. Okay. Where, where, and let's just let me ask you, what do you see as the, uh, the main focus, if I may, just to target it all in there? How do you see it? Yeah. I think you could see our intent by the speakers and the over 500 oh. presentations that you'll see at our conference. Uh, yep. We, we, we're very intentional about who we included in the stories that we wanted told. Um, that's from LGBTQ individuals. That's from BIPOC individuals. That's from old, from young, from, uh, you know, all, all walks of life. And, again, this idea of, of inclusive social studies and for, for people to see themselves in our conference is really important. And, and I mentioned that about students earlier, but teachers need to see that too. If, if we're trying to be an That's inclusive right. bunch, then we need to put our money where our, our uh, mouth is. And so we need to really, uh, you know, walk the, uh, talk, walk the talk um, or talk the walk or whatever you want to say. We need to, we need <laughs> to do it. So, um, so uh, that's one of the goals is, again, to, to be providing such diverse and inclusive social studies professional learning that we meet our goals. Yeah, and I and I I truly 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 hope that all that all works out. It's really important. And both you went down a whole sub list of people and groups that you'd like to see there. And uh, both Larry Pask and me, Larry Jacobs, want to thank you for mentioning the old. Thank you. That was a joke. Right. That was a joke. Sorry, Larry. <laughs> The two Larrys speak out on that. No, nah, I'm only kidding yeah. you. You know that, Mr. Pascal. All right. It, 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 yeah. it, it's just amazing. Larry, talk about well, – this is to Larry. Talk about – and you you stick to that comment. You've been there a long time. Now, <laughs> right. Okay? Yeah. You've been there a long time, 102 years now. Okay? 102 years, past, yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, over the uh, the past 10 years, and kind of we've known each other, whatever it is, the past nine mm-hmm. years, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay? Talk about how – the importance of social studies has changed. And the way I'm kind of relating it in my head, schools all over the country in the starting maybe in the mid nineties through about 2000, well, to 2015, they were so concentrating on STEM. Okay. And social studies kind of, if if I may though, not really kind of became less in people's minds. Oh, this isn't as important as we teach the kids STEM. Okay, over the years that you've been doing this, how how have you seen that change? Because I I, I keep saying it, I'll say it again: it's, social studies is more important than ever. What's yeah. happening? Yeah, just so you know what I'm saying. Yeah, a brief history lesson in 
There you seconds. go. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we have, you know, I, I think it's fair to say that uh, with the development of learning standards in all subject areas, including social studies in the mid to late 90s nationwide, that was a real impetus for our discipline to, you know, have, have, have guidelines, have curricular frameworks revised, state assessments done, um, starting with the implementation of No Child Left Behind uh, 21 years ago, 2002, you saw this, this, this massive focus very quickly pivot to uh, literacy and math uh, in instruction in schools, particularly at the elementary level. We were tracking the erosion of social studies in instructional time and the number of courses available. It's a good word, erosion available. of social studies. Yeah, it, it, it is erosion. But it, but it, yeah, but it, it is erosion. It, you know, it's You're not, right. It's not, it's not a gradual beach erosion. It's a hurricane came through and the, the cliff Yeah, and wiped out the cliffs. I mean, it, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. when I came to NCSS, actually my seventh anniversary was last week. So, hey, um, congratulations. It, it, well, thank you. Uh, but You're you know, welcome, when I came seven years ago, it, it was how do we how do we fight for this relevance of reminding people the importance of instructional time? Yeah. We worked with groups like Council of Chief State School Officers to focus on you know core recommendations to build back the program, and and so it it that was a constant refrain. We were fighting to get airtime with the media about social studies, and then between the pandemic, with George Floyd's murder, with a massive. Yeah social reckoning around anti-racism, racial justice, social justice, equity. Suddenly, we did this massive pivot. And for a brief period of time, I would say between 2020, 2021, we were focused very heavily on what do teachers need to be successful? Schools are shut. Um, kids are struggling. Teachers are struggling. What can we do to help? There was that massive focus early on. And then suddenly it pivoted in 2021 to 2022 <laughs> to this notion that teachers are indoctrinating kids, bad things are happening, they're yeah. not learning the right history. Um, Emphasis on the so, word notion. Yeah, notion. Yeah. Right. And so the yeah. tension we're fighting now is we still have the erosion of social studies in schools. In fact, the Rand Corporation just issued a report last year on the missing infrastructure for elementary. We had the NAEP scores that came out last year, which showed flatlining and declining achievement for students in history and civics. So we're still trying to message that hey, wait a minute, it's not being taught sufficiently, um, equitably right. across the country, while at the same time this public message of it's being taught all wrong, kids are learning, you know, they're being indoctrinated, bad things are happening. So you can't have bad things happening when things aren't happening at all. At the same time, you huh. want to shine a positive light on what good social studies looks like and how it is such a profound discipline to, to support a well-rounded education for kids, you know, and, and so I guess, I guess that's where our attention is right now in 2023. And so as Wesley's describing working in harmony, for us it's continuing to double down on the partnerships and the relationships we do value. In fact, this year Wesley and I are doing a roadshow. We're going to a few other association conferences and inviting those associations to do the oh, similar great. panels about collaboration at ours. So we'll be working with the Anthropology Association, the Historical Association. Right. Those relationships are critical. Our affiliates and states are critical. And our continued partnerships with, you know, media literacy educators, English educators, we're working on uh, content with English uh, language learners. You know, those partnerships are important, but I can't stress enough, Larry, that, you know, we still have the erosion issue to deal with while at the same time helping to turn the public tide that it's, it's here's why good social studies is so critical to invest in and your, your, your understanding and perception of what's happening just let, let's change that because I don't, I don't want to say you're wrong. I want to say 
that's not what's happening. Here's what's happening, and let's yeah. invest more in what's happening. Absolutely. And I have to talk to you both about your conference again coming up, okay, in Nashville at the beginning of, of December. And at socialstudies.org, I have it linked, everybody, on this one website, but at socialstudies.org. And two things. You know, we always think that at the social studies convention, just the social studies teachers should go. Okay, and they should, and the department heads should go, but also the directors of curriculum need to go. Superintendents need to go. They have to see what, if this, if this is the correct statement, they've been missing, okay? And what they've been missing is, is hurting us right across the board, okay? And we got to get the right people in there, school board members, to understand how important this is. I mean, I cannot say enough and emphasize that enough that I hope enough people see the challenges we have. And again, those challenges are on the right and the left. We have to, our, but our schools teach, and we have to be able to give, to give the right information out there and let kids think and make their own decisions properly. I mean, it's that simple. And I got to talk to you guys about the guests you're having. And two of them, you can talk about some of the others, but two of them are fascinating. One of them, Isabel Wilkerson, need I say more, the author of Cast, the author of uh, The Light of Other Suns. Okay, she's absolutely incredible. And the other one, which is timely for today, you know what I'm going to say, Wesley? Timely for today. Oh, gosh. Wes? Um, I don't want nothing to be wrong. Which one do we, we want to talk about? David Grant. Okay. David oh, Grant. Sure. Oh, man, you guys nailed him coming in to speak. Is he coming in to speak? He is. Yes, he's going to have his own session. Wow. That's going to be mobbed. He's the uh, writer, and I read the book. I read a couple of his books, um, and I want to read the new one. I got it on the uh, library list of the, the, when it comes in, um, which is The Wager. He wrote Killers of the Flower Moon, and the movie's coming out. That's why I said today. It's coming out, I think, tomorrow, Friday, okay, and uh, yeah. a three-and-a-half-hour epic, David Graham's book. And he's coming to the NCSS conference. He's coming. Yes. Yes, he, okay. got, he worked with, with uh, the director, Scorsese, and oh, yeah. Leo DiCaprio, and Robert De Niro. I mean, the I mean, star-studded cast. So oh. uh, we're thrilled to come to be a part of the conference. Yeah, that's, uh, that should get about 10,000 people there, as far as I'm concerned. Okay, and again, Killers and Flower. And I have to ask you this. You also got a person from American history, Nathan Hale. Okay, I'm only kidding. Okay, but Nathan Hill, Hill is not that one, not that one. Okay, but Nathan Hale is, okay, is an author. As well. You guys got a lot of great stuff coming at the conference. By the way, you, I have to tell Mr. Paskin, you always do. You always do have great stuff at the concert. Marty Stewart, the country singer, is coming. What's he going to talk about? Blair? Wes? So Marty, uh, Marty is going to uh, talk about uh, his, of course, his his career, um, but he he also is um, you know working on uh, on some new projects. So I'm I'm excited for him to to share those, uh, getting kids excited about about music and and cross curricular uh, connections, which is exactly what we want at our. No, oh, and music fits so beautifully fits so beautifully into social studies, so beautifully into and social studies. That was the that was the especially. Yeah, especially the music from where he's from. He's he's a Philadelphian like me, but he's Philadelphia, Mississippi. Okay, and I'm Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and <laughs> it is just it is just so 
when you look at at, at at the music from the from the South and the Appalachians in particular, I mean that is so built into the culture. When you look at the, where, I, where I am from, Philadelphia and South Street, and all the sounds that come out of the Philly, it's built into the culture. It holds cultures together. It holds society together. I mean, I just love the people that you that you've gotten together for all this. Okay, I, I really mean it. It's just I'm trying to really push the convention for you. It's really going to be yeah. great. Yeah, it's, and Larry, it's, 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 hey. yeah, yeah, bless, bless, yeah, yeah. So, so the, the 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 whole theme of harmony comes from this idea of music and harmony, and and so of course we also want yeah. the social studies to work together in harmony uh, to create beautiful music. But uh, that's why we decided <laughs> well that we got music was to our conference. We also have uh, Baldwin too who um, is uh, the subject, he and his family are the subject of the documentary Far East, Deep South, which talks about the Chinese experience in the Mississippi Delta. But just oh, so wow. happens that he also, he's also a rapper and a beatboxer, uh, named, uh, and he goes <laughs> by the name Only Juan. Wow. Okay, and I'm looking at his picture right now. I had never heard of him before. You just mentioned him, and I was just looking that up when you brought it up. It's real. That's, that's, it, it, I'll tell you. It paints such a – what you guys should do it. I, mean, I hope you know this, and I think you do, is painting a nice picture of America in the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the topics you've chosen and the people you're bringing into the convention. Okay? And it's just a, it's just a great piece of work for both of you. Both need to be uh, congratulated on that one, i got to tell you. It, it, it's just great. Larry, you know, we always talk about this. Talk about um, advocacy. You know that everybody can get down to the convention, but everybody can advocate – for better social studies curriculum, not curriculum, social studies, um, what's the word I'm looking for? For better social studies, I'll leave it at that. Okay, Larry, talk about mm-hmm. the advocacy part of this. So there's a couple of, of things that we did. And, and, of, and of NCSS, yeah. Yeah, oh, absolutely. In, in the yeah. past year, we, we focused very heavily on how to navigate the political landscape of social studies, and that involves, um, taking a look at, you know, who are all the people who are stakeholders in social studies? And really where that's kind of morphed now is trying to understand how is it people, you know, how can we meet people where they are in terms of their, their understanding? So uh, I, I think there's, there's broad concern that, you know, and I do this exercise a lot with different groups. I'll ask people, you know, I'll put the, the, the term STEM on a screen and I'll say, you know, what does this term uh signify to you? You know, what does this mean to you? And, you mm-hmm. know, usually a group, groups will shout out, you know, funding, relevance, importance, school curriculum standards, you know, they'll say all these big words right away. And then I'll say, okay, then I put the term social studies on the screen. Well, what does this mean to you? <laughs> and what's interesting to me is I'll, I'll do this in front of groups that aren't social studies professionals and groups who are. And typically the responses take a couple seconds longer to come. They may be a little quieter. Um, and they're definitely, you know, well, important, urgent, relevant, necessary. And then suddenly the, the mm-hmm. floodgates start to open. And so then my question is, all right, so is this also an issue of branding? Do we need to brand, make sure that we have a clear public understanding of what social studies is, but it can't be a long convoluted understanding. It has to be something that, you know, another thought exercise piece I like to do is, if you are stepping into an elevator and you're going to the top floor and the person next to you, maybe it's a movie star, maybe it's a politician, maybe it's a parent in your community, maybe it's the school superintendent, you know, whoever it is, who is that person? And if you're connecting with them, how in 10 seconds can you 
really make the elevator pitch for social studies, for what you yeah. do as a professional, what the profession's about. So I, I want to see our, our advocacy pivot in this way because, again, this gets to the fact of not just pushing back with saying, you've got it wrong, this isn't what we do. We don't indoctrinate kids. We don't teach this, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, in, yeah. but instead saying, here's what we do. Here's what social studies is about. And here's our 10-second appeal to you of why what we do is, is so noble, so vital, so urgent. Our, I, I really encourage all of our listeners, think about if you were to talk about social studies, whether it's an experience with your children or with your teachers or as an educator or, or if you're a listener who works in schools, think about the experience you have. How would you tell someone what social studies means to you in 10 seconds or less on an elevator? And if you can step away with them saying, huh, I, I wish that conversation could continue. I want to get to know that person. Um, then we've done our job and we're starting to yeah. make the inroads we need. So I, I, I'd like to see our advocacy. And, and to Wesley's point about working in harmony, part of that harmony is yeah. saying we, we are a discipline of multiple disciplines, but we require all different types of people from celebrities to politicians to, to frazzled parents in a supermarket line to, to have kind of a clear construct of what social studies really is and how, how it works to help our society, our kids, and, and, and go from there. And so, I, you know, going back to our speakers, I hope that that's not just reflected in the speakers we have this year who, who represent all the different aspects and, and career paths that touch social studies, but then look at our sessions, look at our workshops. And one last thing is we've become such a year-round professional learning organization. The conference is a major anchor for us, but our work is also year-round. We are doing dozens of webinar programs. We did six summer institutes this year. We published three journals. We have books. We have awards. We have an honor society for kids. All of this yeah. is what makes an association run. That's right. But it's that 24-7 attention to this that we, we just want to get the public consciousness to be, to, to have a kind of a, a, a branding of social studies in a very different way. Yeah, and, I, that, I, and that's, that was a great uh, talk, and, I, and I, hope, uh, I hope that works. I have another question, and, and he, I'll ask Larry, but Wesley might want to answer it because he is a social studies teacher, okay? Again, a teacher collegiate school, which I believe, Larry, it's an independent – Larry, Wes, it's an independent school, right, in Richmond? Am I correct? It is a non-affiliated independent school. Yeah. Okay. Good. Look good. I went on a website. So I thought it was pretty cool. I just went over there pretty quick. All right, and and saw it. Uh, how do we get the kids? And Wes, maybe I'll ask you this. Okay. How do you get the kids that you're teaching and that your friend colleagues teach interested in becoming social studies teachers? Okay. Like everybody, where there's a teacher shortage, there's teacher retention problems. The world is changing. How, how can we? get kids excited about becoming educators and specifically in this case, social studies educators. That's such an important question, Larry, and uh, such a tall order, especially in this climate when, when, uh, when teachers are vilified and often in the news, we talk about, uh, you know, the, the challenges that teachers face and, and we hear about the pushback um, and in Virginia in particular, we just had our social studies oh, yeah. standards adoption process. So, and that was messy. Um, and so in getting students interested in a career that, is, uh, is, it, 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 that has so many uh, hurdles, it's really, it's really challenging. So I think we need to work on elevating the career, elevating the position as a teacher, and that's something yeah. that I'm committed to and exciting people about, about it. And if I, if I get a glimmer of interest from a student, then I, I latch <laughs> on to them and I – 
I'm, I'm, I'm making sure that, that, you know, I follow up with them and, and really help to nurture that, that interest. Um, but yeah, I have it, to say it is, it is challenge when, uh, right, when, when, when we are in a society that generally does not value educators like a lot of our peer countries do, um, yep. and, and that includes with, uh, with equitable pay for, uh, you know, here, we, here. we make – we make uh, roughly 70% of what our equivalents do um, as far as, you know, college preparation and other fields, right? So uh, the professionals who have comparable education, they, they're making a, a dollar to our 70 cents. And so it's hard for students seeing in this, and also in this environment where things are getting more expensive and, and it is difficult yeah. to, um, to, to make ends meet, to go into a career uh, that, again, I find – and so many educators find so incredibly rewarding. Sure. How do we how do we how do we demonstrate that to students? It's it's difficult. It is, it is indeed, and uh, you know it's a problem. By the way, every discipline has okay some worse than uh, certainly some worse than uh, you know social studies, and of course math. If somebody's good in math or science, they're going to go into engineering or whatever the case may be. It is very difficult. Right. Okay, to get teachers in here and get them to stay. Okay, where you get the experience behind. How long have you, how long have you been teaching, Wes? Forgot to ask. This is my fifteenth year. Fifteenth. Um, people, fifteenth year. Yes. So I, I, uh, the way I got hooked in was my <laughs> methods professor. Um, in um, I went to James Madison University here in Virginia, and yep, uh, my methods professor um, was insistent, uh, rightfully so that we get involved in our professional associations. And every mentor that I've wow. had uh, has encouraged that. And before joining the board of NCSS, I was the president of the Virginia Council, our affiliate here in, in, in the Commonwealth, and um, you know, planned our annual conferences as well and stood up for social studies education here. And I really loved it. And another mentor of mine suggested that I run for, for the national board and I'm so thankful and honored to be able to, yeah. to to hold this position. And so that's why the future of social studies is so important, because we've we've got to we, we've really got to support those those pre-service teachers, those early educators, yeah. because yeah. they're leaving by year three or five because they're burned out. They don't have the support. Yep. They recognize that that the the income they're making is not sustainable to uh, to their locale. Um, you know, they, they might find that, that the, the pressure and the workload is just not worth the, uh, the paycheck. Um, uh, it, it's, really, it's really difficult, again, to, to – um, when we're talking about numbers and quantifying things for individuals, uh, when so much of our, uh, our experience and, and the joy that we get is, uh, is anecdotal, is that, again, you get to see your students succeed and you get to see them smile yeah. when – when their when their passions are ignited, or they learn something new, or they have an aha moment, I could talk about that forever. But it's it's, it's well, a you, challenge. You, you you did great on that, man. I got to tell you, and I think that your uh, your methods professor at the James Madison, they want to put a statue of him in the quad. I mean, I never heard of any anybody pushing the associations like he did, and that was so so darn important. Okay, and a lot of people lose sight of that. And like NCSS, the associations are so incredibly important. Guys, have great time at the conference. I mean, it's just fabulous. You're going to have a great time. Thank you, Lair. Thank you, Wes. Thank, Thank you. you. Always a pleasure to okay. talk with you.
Oh, it's great. Call me anytime, Mr. Paskin. We can do it shows whenever. Wesley, you too. Okay, you ever want to come over here? Come on over and we'll talk again. Okay? Thanks very much. Excellent. Take Thanks, care. Thanks, guys. Thank you. You take care and enjoy Nashville. I know you will. Okay? Take care. We will. Bye-bye. Thanks for your support of Social Studies. Bye-bye. Well, always. Bye. Okay, guys. Well, that was great. I'm going to change Wesley's name. The man with all the ease. I love that. Okay? Wesley Hedgepeth. Okay? Wesley Everett Hedgepeth. His parents are good thinkers. All right? And executive director of NCSS, Larry Pasca. Thanks, guys. You do great work. And uh, let's make social studies. Let's make social studies great again. Okay? That's the important thing. All right? We're going to archive the show at ace-ed.org. I am Larry Jacobs, and thank you for listening.